I'm your host, Pishan. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining us. We welcome you into our world as you welcome us into your world. And as always, you know what it is. Once we get started, we got the lottery numbers down low. Now, if you don't hit, don't blame us. But if you do, mm-hmm. yeah. but listen, uh, we got a lot of wonderful things coming for you this season. We have labeled this season the season of manifest. Uh, you'll understand a little bit more about that a little bit later. But for right now, we want to go ahead and get into our special edition. And uh, we're going to be bringing to you a world-renowned um, individual. He's a celebrity in, in our eyes. Uh, we love him dearly. And so let's just get into it. Welcome to the neighborhood. Uh, tell the people your name that don't know you and everything that you do or what you do. So it's Hi, I'm Casey Casey. I'm not. <laughs> I'm Zoo Man Miller. I do voices and stuff. I do stand-up comedy, radio, uh, tour with Cat Williams, and Good. what else? I mentor a lot of comics. Um, mm. And I'm a grandfather. Hey. Hey, congratulations on the grandfatherage. Uh, I may get there one day. Uh, what got you into comedy? Comedy got into me. Like, mm. you know, it started with the Richard Pryor eight tracks. Um, always been a part of black culture. Comedy's always been around, whether you're watching Richard Pryor or you was cracking on somebody around your neighborhood or at school, having to right, make right. each other laugh, being able to make each other laugh was a part of our life. But right. I think Richard, Eddie, you know, all of the ones that gave us what they gave us, it, it drew me <laughs> closer. Plus, I ain't had no father, so I was just grabbing them like, that's my father. Richard Pryor, my father. Right. Eddie Murphy, my father. Right. Right. When did you know you had it? Like, this is what you wanted to do with your life? When you called me. <laughs> I said, boy, I might, I might be on to something, boy. Abelhood trying to holler me down. What? <laughs> I'm trying to do something with whoever yeah, trying to something. do something. Um, yeah. I think I figured it out. When they paid me. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know I didn't know that I was in the in the area of getting paid yet. Right, I'd only been right. doing comedy like two years mm. when I did Def Jam. So to be getting paid one week, and I thought he did it my mistake, so I left fast. Got out the club, hit the monitor, boom, didn't come back for two weeks. Mm. Then when I come back, he was like, Where you been? I was trying to book you. Wow. You just trying to book me? Yeah. Stupid. Mm. Oh, I thought I you ain't need that money back? Nah, that was your money. <laughs> oh. I messed around and missed some money thinking that I stole some money. Right. Because I didn't know right. I didn't know that um I was getting paid that week. But mm. I think they gave me more time and then that more time constitute kind of sliding into a feature slot and I got paid that week. So yeah. Right. That's when I'm like, oh, there's money in this. Yeah. There's gold in them there hills. Gold in them there hills. Now, how was that Def Jam experience for you? And what did it do for your Def career? Def Jam at that time, Def Jam raises your pay. Mm. You do a Def Jam, you can go get more money. You can go do more places. You can go do more clubs. The equivalent of now is internet numbers. Internet numbers is the Def Jam of today. Right, um, right. 
The same way you could overnight blow up on a Def Jam Friday, you could overnight blow up on a viral video. Mm -hmm. I watched uh, Junebug do the, do the Junebug challenge. Who mind the way, none of y'all are doing a damn dance. I don't know <laughs> what y'all doing. This the King Tut. Let's just get this right. Oh. That's the King Tut. He ain't no point did he do none of this. What is this? What's the snake mm. you doing? Open fingers. Open fingers. Open fingers. I just got to stick in and killing me. It's the Junebug yeah. challenge, not the Junebug. Try it. <laughs> do it for real, for real. Right. Um, <laughs> I like watching people grow off of a platform provided. Def Jam mm. Comic View came and gave us a platform, platform to have our generation's conversation. Right. The internet showed up to give this generation a place to have their conversation. Yeah. And you're either in the conversation or you're not. <laughs> right. If you're not going to be in the conversation about what they're talking about, they don't want to hear from you. Right. And right. that's the same way it was for us with Def Jam. When Def Jam mm. came out, there were a lot of people came before us that weren't having that young hip-hop conversation. Right. So the younger crowds was kind of like, oh, who is this? You had to be funny, funny, funny in order for right. the young crowds to still rock with you. So it's kind of like yeah. the same place now. You got to be funny, funny, funny for them to still rock with you. Gotcha. Now, were you a class clown? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Moms came to school and everything. Miss <laughs> Bauman, third grade. I remember, the, I remember it like Miss Millie, son's a class clown. Literally, in those words, and all I kept thinking was, yo, you was a traitor. <laughs> Is you kidding? All of the races I done cleaned, all of the waste baskets I done emptied. Right, right. You gonna... That's when I learned that life ain't. Yeah. <laughs> Don't nobody care about you. Your teacher gonna rat you out right. to your mama. Right. It's gonna happen. Yeah. So, let me ask, with the climate and culture the way things is, the council culture. Yeah. Um, does it make it difficult uh, now that everybody's sensitive to tell the jokes? Some jokes, rather? It does and it doesn't. Um, hmm. Just You could totally skate to the whole other side of the room where things aren't offensive and still find a wellspring of funny. Mm. It's a choice. Um, but people like to be controversial, and controversy tends to draw the attention that people are looking for, or draw the numbers right. that they're looking for these days. So everybody likes right. to dance yeah. on that ice. Mm. But it's thin. Um, I say you could play with it, but just be respectful. That right. I don't believe in it. You know, people like, oh, it's too soon. Ain't no joke too soon to tell. It's too soon to be disrespectful. Mm, that's good. And sometimes comedy comes with a little edge of disrespect towards the topic it's True. on. True. So, yeah, when it's something sensitive, you can't. But if you're going to roll with the punches and roll with in favor of the said event, mm -hmm. in support of the event, and find some funny, then, yeah. Um, I was just watching this thing of um, Stevie Wonder when he sang at Mike's funeral. And when Mike passed away, you know, sensitive time. Right, right. Can't tell no Michael Jackson jokes. The hell you can't. <laughs> I did. It was just the day of. It was like, y'all don't believe this. How am I supposed to get through all this without no Michael Jackson here? Right, That's my right. marker. That's the last person in mind to talk soft and treat people kindly. Right. What's after that? Rick James? <laughs> like, yo, who we got left that care uh, like that about people? Right. So, it's like, yo, you can't talk about Mike right now. Well, I'm not going to talk about Mike right now. Right. We all need to dress up like Mike tomorrow. Tomorrow. And wear it for the rest of the week. <laughs> you got to find and dig. It's, just, it's no different of a challenge than any joke you ain't never told that you're trying to get them to laugh at. Hmm. At the end of it, you're trying to get them to laugh. Right. That's right. all. It's narrow holes to go through, and it's some big old Holland tunnels to go through. Right, right. Yeah, pick your, pick your shot. <laughs> right.
people don't give you extra credit though for going through the narrow hole just for <laughs> just for uh, ishk and giggles they don't really care if you hit the narrow hole target right it's all funny games i'm pretty funny i wouldn't dare do what you do <laughs> uh but uh how hard is it being a great comic It's subjective, so I mean, mm. somewhere everybody's the greatest ever seen. Somewhere it's a comic that's somebody's favorite, and nobody else is funny to them but this person. Right. Uh, I right. think if it's gonna be a what's personally great is as a stand-up comic, having your own point of view, having your own style mm. that you cultivated, and not leaning on available and accessible loopholes tricks and smoking gotcha. mirrors gotcha. So don't do that go get them some real mm -hmm. food feed these people you throwing them bags of chips and candy put a real plate in front of them put a whole plate of comedy right. in front of them stop playing with these people man go ahead and dig deep <laughs> yeah. Playing yeah. With yeah now we've been um, cool for a long time and I've always admired this phrase the walk to the mic is everything where did that come from I was I was walking to the stage and um, so I smoked weed, and this particular day it was some really good weed. And it just slowed <laughs> down my thoughts. I was paying attention mm -hmm. to small details of the trip. Mm -hmm. I was being more appreciative of small things, small things that were happening, you know, like having somebody greet us at the airport. They're happy to see us. These people spent their time. So I was like, the rest of the day, I just right. started paying attention to the small things that were really, really packed with energy but nobody gives credit to and one of right. them is the walk to the mic by the time you you are walking to the mic you've done everything already that's right. when it starts the show don't start when you get there and start telling jokes it start when they say right right but you start that walk man you kind of it's like walking out on the field for an athlete you'd be on the <laughs> sideline but when the coach say hey that's a in. whole different job. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's a whole for different sure. job. This whole thing could change with what you about to go do, or it can go totally south for what you about to go right. do. Walking right. to this microphone, I can make this the best night somebody ever had, or I can mm -hmm. make this the worst night they ever had. Right. All that's in my head when I'm walking to the mic. Wow. My joke's are already there. I'm not really thinking about them. Mm. I'm thinking about small, tiny, extraneous stuff in the room. Mm -hmm. um, how can I stick a, a adrenaline shot in the jokes I already got right now? Is there something in the room I missed that right. might be funny to talk about? Is there something in this city I missed that I might, you know, something that nobody talked about, an angle nobody talked about, like still in there and cooking, even though there's right. already food on the table, I'm still cooking. Gotcha, gotcha. Now, how lonely is it when you're on that stage and that spotlight is on when they call your name? And uh, is that a lonely position to be in? You feel like you're out there by yourself? Nah, it's lonely if nobody laughing. That's when yeah. it get lonely. Yeah. Because it's just you. And you realize yeah. it at that point. There's no help coming. Your right. brain ain't even trying to help you. Right, right. Like, New joke, next joke. They didn't laugh <laughs> at that one. What now? But that's a, um, you know, it's like a warrior in battle. You start learning how to get around certain things. Right. Um, and Gladiator, when they took him out in the woods to kill him, 
Yeah. He had his hands tied, but he was telling dudes about, I don't know, he said something about the type of soldier he was. You ain't never really been out here, so you don't know that in the cold, your sword frosts up. Right, Little right. things. Little right? things, right, right. Little things like that change the game and change the level of play that you're actually being involved in. Gotcha. So some of the little things you learn along the way as a comic, they just they give you a deeper impact into your material. Gotcha. Comics don't know they're not really digging their feet in like they could. You're not really you telling your jokes. You're not, rah, you ain't delivering them. Right. You know, it's a right. quarterback that's either going to stand in the pocket or scramble, be all over the place. Yeah, he got gotcha. to throw off it. He had to run all over the place to get that done. Mm -hmm. Versus the ones that just stand there, scan the field. Poof, pow. Right. Some comics stand in right. the pocket and just throw them. Boom, 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 boom. Wow. Techniques. And these are the little things you learn on the way. Gotcha. Now, if there was a young comic that you were mentoring, or maybe a comedian, future comedian watching the show, what would you say to them as far as their craft? How would you encourage them? Have fun on stage. Stop being so technical. Crowd don't mm. know none of this technical stuff going on in your mind. Right, <laughs> don't care right. either. I mean, right. If you want to do something, empathize with your audience. Know who they are. Empathize with who these people are sitting in this crowd and what type of day they had, what it took to get here tonight. You know, they're normally mm -hmm. they prey. Normally they're what you might gonna talk about somebody. But if you right. take it a step further, like just empathize with your whole crowd. That's why I don't ever really sit down at the show. I'm walking around, checking my people. Right. See how they doing. Who came out just to be with their family? Who's out right. on a date? I'm not just asking the question so I can, as a comic, get that shot off about couples. Nah, I'm asking to really get the in the moment right now. Why are y'all out? Right. From real people. <laughs> right. Real, real test. Real actual data from real people. Gotcha. gotcha. When you when you try to tell a joke, audience member don't never really tell jokes they don't they can't really lock in with you on that but the audience members had fun before right the invitation right. to come have fun even if they're not the funnest one in the pack they still know how to answer the call right invite them to have right. fun and you have fun your jokes will come to you i promise you they like hanging out where it's fun gotcha. but if you up there like that joke ain't go right like you know don't take nothing personal on stage man. don't take them not laughing personal it ain't that they ain't laugh because they don't think it's funny or don't think you funny right. just the wrong play <laughs> defense was stacked and you called the wrong play what's your next right now what arena did you do your thing in that you say if i've made it like this is the dream come true what place was that Uh, performing at the comedy store and the improv because mm. I watched it all since I was a kid but uh, but for, but at the you know at the improv got a little monocle and shit on A&E A&E at the improv right and when I first uh, I did my second Def Jam in 96 when I got off stage the person that would become my manager took me up to the improv to get on stage and I was like this the one on TV mm. he was like yeah, yeah go do five Wow. Mm. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. And yeah. it was it was more so because it was something I had been watching. I don't right. think it's locked into a. I always wanted to go be a performer at the improv. 
I think it's just the always being familiar with the stage. I knew the room, you know, it's like right. I had seen this right. place before. Oh shoot, when I, when I finally did Apollo and I was in there, I was like, this place tiny. Wow. The Apollo looks huge on TV. Right, right, right. When you walk in that little efficiency, one bath bedroom, <laughs> it's tiny. It's a tiny little theater, but it gets the job done, right? Wow. Yeah. So the same thing yeah. with going to the improv, a comedy store, um, having my name on the side of the building and having my picture on the wall in the, in the comedy store. Now. Wow. Not just then. I haven't been in L.A. in forever. Right, right. And it's still up. There's a mm. bunch of stars that come through there since. The fact that it's still up, whatever reason it's still up, thank you. You know right. what I mean? It, it feels good to have it still up. Right. Um, I think it's a continuous bunch of moments. It's never no, because I know it's a journey. So I never right. count I never count them as destinations. I just count them as layovers. Gotcha. You know, you get some pretty cool layovers on this job. Right, I right. I don't tour with Cat Williams a couple years. That's a cool ass layover. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Chuck yeah. D wants to put your album at. That's a great label. Oh, wow. What? Chuck D? Yes, we urged to merge with that guy. Yeah, that's yeah. big bruh. Yeah. Um, and, wow. and even to the other direction, watching my my younger bros in the game go out and get it and yank it and blah, yeah. 85 South out there murdering everything. Oh, yeah. Smoke yeah. Uh, Chris Jones out there murdering everything. Just did my boy Yohansei's show. All my coworker fam is all getting it. Right. Uh, Fredo Davis is out with major hype on tour. Like, that's to watch up. a game that don't love nobody still give you love. Right, right. That's a highlight. Right. You know, that's the I made it. Gotcha. It ain't that you made it because you made no targets, that you hit no targets. It's when they bring your name up, how do people act? Right, <laughs> right. That is the highlight reel. Right. When they right. bring your name up, it get funky in the room. <laughs> right. Might have missed a few targets. Might have missed a few <laughs> and targets. When they bring your name up, people's face start smiling, and there's yeah. good stories to be told. Hopefully, you did something good. Oh, that's good. Now you mentioned Cat Williams and being on tour with him. What was that like? I gotta know myself. Like being on the um, winningest NBA team out that year. Wow. Whatever year it is that you out. You want a team that's beating people down in the playoffs and headed for the rings. Right, right. Um, the lineup is strong. Mark Curry, Greg Grant, myself, Jen Thomas, Cat Williams at the end. Mm -hmm. And you would think we had did nothing by the time Cat come on. We, we done did everything imaginable and unimaginable to this crowd. We done took them so many different places and beat them up. <laughs> mm. You think we wasn't there? Cat come out. <gasps> Wow. I thought we, <laughs> you know, it's a, um, it's a master class mm. in audience artist relationship. Mm -hmm. Of course he's funny. Proved right. that a long time ago. Right. But it's just like I was saying, what do people say when, when you're in a room? Still to this day, when people want to talk about something that's true, they'll take Cat's face and put what they want to say on it. Right. To give it a sense of truth. Right. People's right. face that you trust that tell the truth to you. Mm -hmm. And and comedy, that's not always, you know what I mean? You don't get that all the time. You get a lot right, of side, right. sideways talking. 
the lineup that you go out with, you absorb from them and you learn from them. I learned from Mark Curry. Mark Curry had me doing characters together, and I had never done that. Right. I got one joke, I got one character. Gotcha. gotcha. One joke, I got one character. Right. But he worked with Richard Pryor, and oh, he knew how to that. get characters popping all together in the same room talking. Right. So I'm in his room, and he's pressing me. Give me another one. All right, now throw Barack in there. Okay, now give me that. So, I, you know, I come off the tour with better artillery. Right. You're not going to come off that tour the same. You come out of there ready to beat up everything in front of you. Yeah, you can't. So the joke yeah. ends up coming, uh, what if uh, what if Lucius Lyons would try to sign Biggie Smalls before Diddy did? <laughs> right. I'm trying to tell you, man, something <laughs> over it, bad boy. You ain't going to get no good deal. <laughs> I know what I'm saying, though. Puff already signing the stuff. We got more wet chicks and jeeps and shit. They ain't gonna give a deal to Little C's. Little Kim, the whole squad. Lucius, you ain't even talk about giving me money, nigga. <laughs> I'm gonna give you money. You just had to wait. Give me some time. <laughs> like the dance of the two. Wow. It wasn't easy to do before. I didn't know how. Right, right. But my brothers on tour sharpened me. You feel mm. me? Cat teaches by showing you. Mm. <laughs> you know, it's a master class every night you watching him punch a arena in all directions. Doom, 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 mm. doom, doom, doom. And that relationship with him and that audience, again, comes from they expect to get something that they always get from him, and that's some truth. Right, right. Um, that means he pays homage to what these people want to come and see. Right. He know what they like. Right. They like that truth. Right. I'm gonna bring you something. Right, right. Um, sometimes as an artist, you can get in your bag and want to do what you want to do. You know what I mean? Right. Forcing that down the pipeline. And you can get results, but the best results is when the audience feels satisfied. If you could figure out how collectively to have them all be satisfied, mostly when yeah. you might have did something right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And that's what I see at the end of the night. These people walking out exhausted from laughing. Gotcha. Just, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like they coming out the gym. Right, right, right. Now you spoke about movies. Can you tell us some of the movies you've been in or what you got coming out? Yes, sir. So, The House Next Door comes out July 5th. Um, Meet the Blacks 2, Cat Williams, Mike Epps, Lil Duval, Gary Owens, wow. Clifton Powell, Ha Ha Davis, Snoop Dogg. Um, um, Rick Ross, Brisha Webb. Mm. It's chock full of people. Mm. And it's funny. Yeah. And we shot it some time ago, and it's coming out. That's a cast, man. And I'm happy. And I'm in it. Uh, what's up? Who said that? <laughs> I'm in it. <laughs> All right. Uh, now, is being on movie sets the same as being on stage? I uh, don't know. That's uh, different. <laughs> You're being dissected. Mm. Um, You're a live flow. It's a live shot, a live flow on stage. No cuts, no takes. When you're doing film or television, anything other than that, you're giving, you're giving pieces to be put together by the masterpiece putter together. <laughs> right, I'm gonna use that. They're getting your pieces and their pieces and the audio pieces and we're gonna lay music right here. Right. We, you know, directors, filmmakers are storytellers. Right. And so you gotta learn how to not always be the one with the joke. Mm. You gotta be the character who stays true to the character because it helps tell the story. Right, right. If you find a place to stick something funny in, go for right. it. Right. 
If it worked, cool. If it don't, they ain't gonna use right. it. So, you know, and also there's a writer there. He got paid to write. Right. You probably could write something funny, right. but you didn't. Like they wrote the movie. <laughs> right. And try and make those words dance. I always like actors that could do that. That they they take the actual words on the paper. That's the job. You take the words they gave you and you do something that nobody else did with it. Right. You say something that nobody else said with it. That's what makes the great actors. Right. right. Um, a lot of comics are great actors. Just gotta learn how to share the time. Cause we got a one man show going on. We on stage by ourselves. You get into a scene with two and three people and now you gotta figure out how to share that energy so everybody can right. win. Right. So I'm a little more technical, but still fun. Cause it, it's still go time whenever they say action. Right. Whether it's the walk to the microphone on stage or the walk to the microphone hanging over your head. Right. Whatever, walk to the microphone in front of the camera. It's still a walk. Right. Right. And that's where you get your shit together. <laughs> On that walk. Now, do you have any more movies coming out? What's next for Zoo Man? I'm pretty sure. Mm. <laughs> um, I was doing radio for a minute. I did Kiss 104 morning show, morning groove for about two and a half years. Got up some pretty decent ratings in the middle of the pandemic, walking up in the studio, fighting, got doggone COVID. That's it. Still got good ratings in the middle of a pandemic, so pretty proud about that. But then they let us go in August and brought in uh, our competition from down the street. Mm. Radio, suckers never play me. Right. Um, no Ouija board, though. That was God's right. plan. When I finished shooting Meet the Blacks, I got the radio job two weeks wow. later. Movie didn't come out for a while. Mm. Two and a half years on radio, they let me go from radio. And what's happening right after that? The movie coming out. Boy, if you don't look at God right in his what eyeball, right here. Look at him dead in his eye. You won't, I bet you won't, you scared. Look at him dead in his eyeball. <laughs> look at God. Look at God. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't ask no questions, bro. I just let him, because some of this time that you think it's not going your way, it ain't supposed to be your way going. You're supposed to assist somebody else's right. way. That's good. We all family That's out good. here. Supposed to be helping each other. So when your way ain't going good, go somebody else's way and help them till yours right. is. Right, right, <laughs> I promise it'll also take your mind off that yours ain't going good. Right, right. <laughs> You'll feel good that you helped somebody. Right. Mm -hmm. So where can people find you on social media to connect? Um, Zoom Man Miller on Instagram, Zoom Man Miller on Facebook, and also on Twitter. But I don't tweet a lot. I'm not going to send y'all there just to watch me yeah, not me. tweet. I don't tweet right. a lot. I don't be having nothing to right. say like that. I mean, right. Catch me on stage live. Um, I got stuff that's coming, but I don't like saying it because I don't like jinxing them. I'm one of them don't jinx right. it moves. The movie already right. coming. <laughs> I already know. The director been promoting it. I'm right. like, all right. If he ain't promoting, I wasn't going to say right. nothing. Right. When I saw him put it on his page, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, okay, good. okay, it's going down. All yeah. right, it's popping. It's about right, to happen. Right. Oh, okay, yeah, all right, right. it's happening. Okay, yeah. Shout out to Eddie Murphy and everybody who just did Come to America. What a celebration of black excellence from beginning to end. I don't know who didn't like it and how you could not have liked black excellence from beginning to end. How could you not like black excellence from beginning to end? The man woke up in the bed with his wife, his queen, Ain't we calling everybody queen every morning? Ain't y'all in them girls' inboxes? Good morning, queen. Every morning? 
you better not have said you ain't like this movie. And he woke up with his queen next right. to him, with his kids in front right. of him, went to go teach his daughters combat training. Right. That's the greatest black story ever told. You can stop it right, right. there. Right. Tell you why they ain't like it. These people have been watching TikTok for a year straight. They don't even know how to process a whole movie. Right, right. If it would have been on TikTok, they would have been like, yo, that was fire. Yeah, movie. Yeah, you saw yeah, coming yeah, to America yeah. on TikTok. Yeah. Eddie Murphy, a genius. Yeah. Mm. Got to shrink it down, buddy. They don't know how to eat this big meat. Big meat. It's a big right. meat. They're baby food eating. Right. TikTok but a minute. Right. <laughs> okay. Thank you for your time, sir. Oh, man, I appreciate you, my guy. Um, this is probably like... Uh, <laughs> I'm probably gonna go stun after this. I'm gonna probably, you know what I mean? I'm gonna do some y'all. I'm, I'm coming from an interview. I'm gonna do that somewhere. <laughs> probably like Chipotle, make them hurry up, you know? Yo, yo, if you could hurry up, I'm oh coming God. from an interview. Just more, guac. more guac. Yeah. <laughs> That's enough. Oh, uh. gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Thank you for watching. Um, as I like to say, everybody down here ain't from around here, but soon as they get here, they don't want to leave here. I'm Pishon. This is Welcome to the Neighborhood. The cast will yeah. be returning on the next episode. God Listen. bless y'all. Thanks for watching. Damn. Hey. Let's take a stroll through the neighborhood. We aging good. Many different faces on situational basis. See, it's all about the cash home. Hit the gas home. On to the next. Complete incorrect. Doing too much, baby. You gotta live. To the basics. Never